Thank you for joining us today. For more information about the church, campus locations, service times, and more, visit ecoegt.com. Also, stay in touch with us on social media by liking us on Facebook and following us on Instagram, at ecoegt. Now let's repair our hearts as we go into the message. Man, once again, happy Father's Day to all of our men. We're so honored that you are here. The month of June is family month, and we're going through a series titled Growing Together. And today's title for our sermon is this, Fathers Lead with Strength. Fathers Lead with Strength. You know, we're thankful for our fathers today. Amen? Amen. The truth of the matter is many have grown up without a father and you have found solace in God the Father. I want you to know something to the men of glad tidings. Truth of the matter is the generational curse stops with you. The hurt, the pain, the disappointment stops with you. You, as men, you will not abandon. No, you will rise to your divine call and be who God has called you to be. I declare that you will break the mold of the past and you will be molded in the image of Jesus Christ. You will become who God has destined you to be. I want you to take your Bible with me and turn to the Gospel of Matthew. To the Gospel of Matthew chapter 3. We're going to read verses 13 through 17 out of the New Living Translation. We're going to use this as our foundational passage. It's actually the baptism of Christ. Verse 13 says, Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it saying, I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus replied, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, settling on him. Now notice verse 17, because it's so powerful. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. This is the Son that belongs to me. I love him. And he brings me great joy. What you notice about these verses is we see Jesus started his earthly ministry with four things from his father. He had his voice of approval. His voice of acceptance. He had his voice of love. And his voice of delight. And these are gifts that we can give our children. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't doesn't cause your bank account to shrivel. Matter of fact, the only account it's going to make a withdrawal from is the relational account. 
It's imperative that we as fathers, we give our children, we give our families our voice of approval, our voice of acceptance, our voice of love, and they know that we delight in them. So we're going to talk about several different things today. Surrounding a father leads with strength. A father who leads with strength is this. Write it down if you're taking notes. Is a present dad. He is a present dad. You know, one of the greatest joys of life is being a father. And sometimes as a father, you don't always know exactly what to do. But you do the best you can at the moment. You know, a present dad is one who is there, one who keeps showing up. Kind of like showing up to work. Like a soldier showing up on the battlefield. Being present is so important. And let's be honest, men. Sometimes we don't know what to say. Sometimes we don't even know what to do or how to act. But one thing is for sure. You will never do the right thing or say the right thing if you're not there, if you're not present. However, when you show up, it may just so happen that things fall into place. Let's talk about being present physically. Being there. Allowing your family to see you. Showing up for the family parties. Showing up for the ball games. Showing up for the family outings. All of these are important. But did you know there was a, a study by Brigham Young University that showed what's really important for fathers is to show up in everyday life like for dinner, the conversations. You know, sometimes as dads, sometimes as men, we think of that yearly family vacation or we think about that big event and we say, I've got to make sure that I'm there for that. But really what shows the most dividend, that has the most impact, is the day-to-day -day activities. You know, one of my favorite memories of my father, he was pastoring in Plant City, and I was probably about fifth or sixth grade, and we're out in the front yard, and we're playing catch together. We're throwing the baseball. Now, my dad was not a very athletic man, but he was out there with me throwing the baseball playing catch. I can remember family dinners. I told the first service this. I can remember my dad would take me to school once in a while. And I thought he had a little 65 Mustang and we'd go in that car. And I thought if I would be quiet enough, he would forget to make the turn to the school and keep going to the church office and I could go be with him. You know what? Sometimes he didn't take that turn and he took me to work with him and we just hung out. See, it's the everyday things that make the difference. It's not how much money you spend. It really is about how much time you spend. Being present emotionally. Now, this is hard for us guys sometimes. Being present emotionally means to go deep with your children. Look for opportunities to have deep conversations with your family and not simply surface conversations. So let me give you an example. Ask open-ended questions such as, tell me about your day instead of, how was your day? If you ask, how was your day, the response can be, fine, okay. 
But if you ask the question, tell me about your day, it's requiring a conversation. It requires your children and your family members to, to actually talk. And you're leading by example. And if you learn to talk about simple things, guess what? When hard challenges come, you'll be able to talk about difficult things. Because you know how to have a conversation. You know how to go deep. So ask open-ended uh, questions. See, a, a person who is present emotionally is one who is willing to go further in everyday conversations. So when the opportunity arrives, and they will... You can go deep in the conversation. You know, a, a present father is present relationally. Now, in order to be present relationally, then our families need to hear something other than our voice of discipline. Our stern voice is important. Our voice of the discipline is important, but it must not be the only voice that our children hear from us. It must not be the only voice that we speak from. See, how can I be present relationally for my family? Learn to laugh. Laugh with, your, laugh with your spouse. Laugh with each other. It's okay. Have a good time. Learn to do fun things together. Yeah. And not just things daddies like to do. Sometimes little girls, <laughs> they don't want to play softball. Sometimes they want to play tea. You got to get that pinky just right, you know. <laughs> That pinky, you know how you do it like that? You got to get that pinky just right. Dads, be willing to play with your kids. Yeah. Let's talk about being a spiritual dad. So important, amen? Yeah. Not only being there physically, being, being present, but being a spiritual father. Turn with me to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 11. Verse 11 and 12, this is the Apostle Paul. He's writing a letter to these believers. But it's a great example of what a spiritual dad does. Verse 11 says, And you know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. We pleaded with you, encouraged you, and urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy. Because he's called you to share in his kingdom and glory. Allow me to read it out of the message, which is a paraphrase. With each of you, we were like a father with his child. Holding your hand, whispering encouragement, showing you step by step how to live well before God who's called us into his own kingdom. Now, if you look at this verse, and you'll notice there are three things that a father does, a spiritual father. He pleads with his children. And that Greek word for plead means to this. It means to urge. It means to call to one side. See, a spiritual dad is one who summons those to his side to walk with him. An example, holding the hand to walk together, to show step by step how to live. And how important is that today? What we're doing is we're pleading our children, our family members to come alongside of us and let's walk this journey together. Let's walk through this problem, this difficult together. 
Father, we're never more spiritual than when we walk with our children through difficult times. It's important that we show them that life is not always easy and life is not always fair. But no matter what comes your way, you can face it with courage and faith and teach them how to walk through situations. It's important. Notice what a spiritual father does. He encourages you. And that Greek word means to give emotional strength, to cheer up, to encourage, to give those attaboys. Hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, I'm proud of you. Hey, you're going to make it. Hey, what you're doing, I know it's not easy, but keep showing up because it's going to pay dividends. Things will turn. Be an encouragement. A spiritual dad Calls you to a higher plane. Notice what Paul says. He says, he urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy. See, a spiritual dad's going to call you to live in a spiritual manner. That, hey, we don't act that way. Hey, we don't do that. Hey, you are accountable to God and to his word. And God's word tells you this and this. So as your father, I'm going to help you see that so that we can choose the right path. He's calling us to a higher level. I think this is so important today. I'm thankful for a dad in my life, an earthly father, who called me to a higher level. So that meant he had to call out some things in me. That meant that he had to have a voice of discipline in my life. See, we have this idea today that this love idea, that if you love me, you won't hurt my feelings. If you love me, you won't tell me something I don't want to hear. If you love me, then you're just going to let me do what I want to do. Can I tell you that is not love? We need some fathers who will call out wrong and declare right and point you to the word. Point you to that which never changes. Did you know this world, as you see it, is going to pass away? It's all going to burn up. But you know what's going to last forever? The word of the living God. See, a spiritual dad is a dad of the word. Now, I know in our digital age, most of us have our Bibles on our phone, and I'm thankful for that. It is a, a great asset, a great tool. And church, I'm literally, I'm carrying with me about 30 Bibles all the time because of the many translations that are there. It's really a powerful thing. But sometimes it's hard for our kids to distinguish when we're on, in the Bible or on the phone. Let them see you in the Bible. Let them see you study the Word. Let them see you read the word. Now, I know we're specifically talking about fathers, but this applies to all of us. Let those around you see that you are people of the word. Be a father of prayer. You know what prayer does? It, it demonstrates dependence. Prayer says, I don't have the answer, but I know the one who does. We talked about being vulnerable. We talked about relational. And, and, and sometimes about that, being present relationally, is admitting, I don't have the answer. I don't really know what to do. But, but together, we're going to pray. And together, we're going to study God's word. We're going to get God's mind on this. And then we're going to follow it. 
How important that is. A spiritual dad is a dad of the spirit. Be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Walk a spirit-led life. Can I challenge you on this side of parenting, now having adult children and starting the season of grandchildren? After 32 years of marriage, it's important to raise children that believe in the supernatural. That believe that God can show up at any moment, any time. That God can speak to them. That God will guide them and, and, and lead them. That God will, will supernaturally deliver them. But the only way our children are going to believe in the supernatural is if you and I walk in the supernatural. If you and I operate in the supernatural. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Being filled with the Holy Spirit means you have a prayer language, means that God has given you a prayer. Exercise that prayer language. Let your kids catch you praying in the Spirit. You say, well, they won't understand what I'm saying. Oh, the Holy Ghost is going to manifest himself to them. They're going to know that you have power and you're anointing and you stand tall with God because they will sense the presence and the power and the anointing of God. Church, we need a double portion. And the only way that our children are going to experience a double portion is if we fathers, men and women are filled with the Holy Spirit and we walk in the supernatural power of God. Somebody give God praise. Let's talk about our third thing for a few moments. Let's talk about being a, a vulnerable dad. Now, this is hard. I'm going to be honest. This is hard for men. So, ladies, be, be easy with us. Be patient with us. Vulnerability. See, society says and puts pressure on men. You've got to be strong. You've got to be confident. You've got to have it all together. So what happens is we convince ourselves that showing any type of vulnerability is weakness, and weakness is bad. Not having all the answers is wrong. So many times we put on a mask and pretend we have it all together and we have all the answers. Can I tell you one of the worst things you can do as a leader, as a father, is when you don't know what to do, you make something up (laughs) and you try to pull it out of thin air? The best thing you can do as a leader, the best thing you can do as a father is say, I don't have the answer. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to pray. We're going to seek God. Show your family your vulnerability and take them to the Lord. Do you know the scripture says this, that God's power shows up greatest in our weakness? (laughs) That when we are weak, then we are strong. So in essence, what we've got to do is empty ourselves so we can be filled with what and who God is. Empty ourselves of pride. Empty ourselves of arrogance. Empty ourselves of of doing it our way. That most famous song, I did it my way. I cringe at every funeral that I preach when they play that song, I did it my way. Because church, I don't want to do it my way. I want to do it God's way. Did you hear me? I don't want to live my way. It leads to death and destruction. I want to learn to live God's way. So it's okay to say, hey, I'm not perfect. Be vulnerable. But in that vulnerability, 
lead your family to the Lord. I want to take you to a passage of scripture that I think really shows the heart of a father. A father who's willing to be vulnerable, a father who's willing to say, I don't have it together, but I come to you anyhow. Turn with me to uh, Mark's Gospel, chapter 9. Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, verse 21. Again, the New Living Translation. Here we have the story of a father bringing his son to Jesus. His son has been possessed by a spirit, so the father is seeking help. You know, as a father, you'll do anything for your kids. (laughs) You will swim shark-infested waters for your children. You'll climb the highest mountain for your kids. But will you go to Jesus for them? Look at verse 21. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, well, since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire, into water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean if I can, Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. Anything is possible. Church, get that in your spirit. Anything is possible if you believe. Anything is possible if you believe. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Yes, Lord, I believe. I'm struggling. Help me be stronger in my faith. The father was vulnerable for his family. Finally, a father who leads with strength is a father who releases a blessing. Who releases a blessing. Dad, can I tell you, only you can give the blessing that your children need. I'm thankful for moms. I'm thankful for our mothers. I'm thankful for the spiritual leadership our our moms provide in our home. But there's some things that only a father can do. And it's so important that you release that blessing to your children. There are riches within each child. Gold, silver, precious stone, talents, gifting. And as a father, you got to mine those riches. you got to find them and bring them out. you got to draw the richness out of them. So how do you release your blessing? You release it by speaking the blessing over them. To speak means to declare, to declare aloud for others to hear. Sometimes as fathers, we are good at giving the blessing in private. But let me submit to you, you must also be willing to give it in public. It's not just enough to speak how proud you are of your children in private. Let others know how proud you are. Speak a blessing over them. Declare that blessing over them in the public also. Something about that that is so powerful. Something about that that is so needed today. I think we have a generation today that has missed their father's blessing. 
So they're searching, they're running, there's anger, there's, there's, there's angst and worry and anxiety. But I believe that we as fathers still have an opportunity to arise and to declare the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and release the blessings over our families. Let me, let me challenge you. What's so beautiful about the body of Christ is sometimes among the body of Christ, we have, we have families where the, the, the fathers are absent, maybe absent due to death, absent due to divorce, absent due to many different things. So important that we as men in our churches, that we're willing to see the gold, the precious jewels in others and be a spiritual father to people. I promise you the Holy Spirit can help you. And you will have just as meaningful impact in their life as is humanly possible. Why? Because the Spirit of God will enable you and empower you. That's why we need community. That's why we need the body of Christ. That's why it's so important for us to be a part of the church today. Because the church can provide for us what sometimes our private homes cannot. The church can be that. And I'm honored today to have spiritual sons and daughters that I can speak a blessing over them. And draw out the richness that is in them. And remind them of their destiny in the Lord. Dad, let your family hear your voice of approval. Let your family hear your voice of acceptance. Your voice of love. Your voice of delight. Jesus, before he started his earthly ministry, (laughs) had the voice of his father over his life. May we give that same treasure to our families. May we give that same gift to those around us. Release your blessing over your family. Declare it over their life. Dad, will you be vulnerable before Jesus today? If you cry out to Jesus, he'll come. He'll help. You know, sometimes in our own humanness, we feel like a failure. Sometimes we wonder, are we really making a difference? But what I've learned is when you invite Jesus into that moment, you invite Jesus into that failure, into that feeling of inadequacy, guess what? He never leaves you short. (laughs) He always comes to help. And when you invite Jesus into your journey... I'm so thankful that it's not about getting every step right that it is about learning to fall forward. And Jesus in his grace and mercy helps me. That's the goodness of God. That's the faithfulness of the Lord. So I wonder today, as a church family here in the live studio audience, or as a church family there worshiping in your living room, I wonder if you'll stand together and we as a family, can we spend a few moments just worshiping God? Can we spend a few moments in the presence of the Lord? Can we spend a few moments worshiping the King?